There are ghosts around us all the time. Most of them, they can't hurt us. Most of them don't even want to hurt us. But there are exceptions. Is it bad tonight? Oh, bad is my professional opinion. We should get the hell out of here. Now. I represent the estate of your Uncle Cyrus. We have an Uncle Cyrus? Cyrus recorded this message six weeks ago. He asked it to be played for you in the event of his death. Arthur, I've instructed my lawyer to deliver my last will and testament. A key? A key to what? A key to your new house. This house is the fruit of my life's work. Oh my God. It is a one-of-a-kind home. It's marvelous, isn't it? Wow. Arthur, we've got some papers to sign in the library. After that, I would love to take you and the family around the tour of the house. This place is awesome! All right, now I know I'm dreaming. Well, your uncle was quite a collector of many things. What the hell was that? You're wasting your time. It's all sealed up. The only thing worse than being trapped in a house with a ghost. This house is not a house. We're in the middle of a machine. Powered by the dead. Is being trapped in a house with 13 ghosts. Maggie! What? We got company. Where? I can't see. How close is it? Close enough to hurt you. Go, go, go! to the nightclub where we are the ones designed by the devil and powered by the dead i'm your host the witch doctor of doom travis maxwell boone uh i've got a few ghosts here with me raw digger where you at yeah, yeah. i'm raw digger and i approve this message mm-hmm. also got the fucking the, the, the last one we need to push into the fucking eye of hell uh, over there grindhouse zombie Thank you for for being here with your magnificent glowing microphone. Yeah, the the eye of hell. Why do you talk about my asshole like that? It is not the eye of hell. <laughs> oh, and oh, who's that over there, stumbling into dunes, half drunk, carrying some kind of girly drink? Oh shit! If you oh. like penis coladas, <laughs> hey, yo. and taking it up the ass. Boom, oh shit! Boom, boom. No, I'm just kidding. Damn, Jerry's just getting it. He's getting it. Put that hey, rim yo. on your on your on your daiquiri. No, 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 I'm not even drinking a daiquiri. I'm drinking a beer. Bullshit. Um, The ultimate Bayou to tie that deacon of devastation himself, fucking bassist of Golgothan, Mr. Jarek Thibodeau, the most beloved favorite special guest is back. Thanks. Thanks, Yes. Welcome. Is it 
I'm is glad it aw- to be back. Is it awesome having the sweetest name ever? Mm-hmm. What Sharing most beloved Thibodeau. special guest? Oh, oh my no, fucking! You think that's a special well, name? No, well, 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 a you're not the beloved thing. You're overselling that because it's like you are the only person we could get. So don't go too far in that. <laughs> hey, house, but, no, we are, but, we are not on your side. <laughs> no, no, but like fucking. I, no, and I've, place. And I've I've thought about this. Uh, fucking Jarek Thibodeau. I mean, like I think about my name, and it's like I. I put it up against yours, and my name just kind of sh- like shirks off into the shadows. Like, no, I can't. I got nothing for that one. We we just, gave him this the first time he was on, but I was mistaking him with. I, I thought that the uh, David Bowie character's name was Jarek. It's Jareth. Jareth. Yes. Yeah, I fucked that up big time. Yeah. But Jarek, you is did still tell cool. me about that. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Mm-hmm. We can call him Jarek. That's fine. There's a Mortal Kombat character named Jarek. Is he badass? No. no. Oh. oh. They'll just replace him with you in the next incarnation. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I wish. Last weekend, I was my brother's birthday, and we went to. Uh, there's a thing here. It's in over in St. Paul. It's like a giant arcade. Like, and when I say giant, I mean fucking giant. And it has a lot of like old, old school video games and shit like that. <laughs> and I I ended up playing Mortal Kombat too. And I was Who playing. Are you? Was you Sub Zero? Fucking a right, I was. And yeah, Sub Zero gang. And I was yeah. playing. I was playing against my wife, and she was being reptile. I think. And oh, reptile like, gang too. And she she knocked me down once, and she was all like, "Fuck yeah, I knocked you down." And I have no idea how I did it. I was like three beers in. I was like just fucking button mashing, and I fucking fatalityed her. I have fuck, no yeah. I, no idea how I did it. And she was just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> okay, so real quick, everybody's just gun to your head. Favorite Mortal Kombat character that you would pick if they had all the characters. Sub Zero. Uh, Sub Zero, yep. Goro, either Goro or Raiden. I'm torn between the two. I like that. Okay, Sub Zero or Shang Tsung. Shang Tsung oh, yeah. is dope too. Yeah. Oh yes, yes, the hat. Okay, yeah. Anyway, complete fucking hat. You're thinking Kung I'm going. I'm, I'm going. Right. Uh, yeah. I'm going Johnny Cage. Johnny oh. Cage also dope. Yeah, Johnny my, Cage is big. My dad, whenever I was a kid, I, I had the first game on Genesis. And yeah, fuck yeah, me too. Dude, I oh, would yeah. be I would whip ass until it came to Goro. You know, he's like this the pre boss boss fight. And he I said pre come Mortal Kombat 2. I don't remember. <laughs> I had one of them. Yeah, Goro's pre come would scare the shit out of me. And I'd have to fucking haul ass away from the game. My dad would pick Johnny Cage and shadow kick Goro into oblivion. He'd just do it over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Travis. Hey, okay, you know, I was talking with somebody about this the other day. You're a Genesis kid then. Yeah, me too. They're making a remake of the old Gen. Well, it was on Super Nintendo also, but it was a Genesis kid. I remember playing it. Toxic Avengers, uh, Toxic Crusaders. Yeah, I remember seeing it. I never played it, dude. I used to love playing. Um, what was that game with the animals where the monkeys would fart on each other and shit? Primal Rage. Yeah, dude. Oh, that game is yeah. Hey, that's a fucking. Team. Wait, that was a fighting game, right? Yeah, yeah bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like Mortal Kombat, but with apes and lizards. Yeah, and... yeah. Chaos. He was the mm-hmm. one that would fart. He would yeah. fart and like burp and shit. Yeah, he was I'm a. Nice I always, I always played Sauron. The, the other fucking one? yellow T Rex. Oh, what was the name of the blue? Monkey? I played. I played the blue ninja. The blue ninja. In Primal is same, Rage, is that the same game? No, 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 no. Primal Rage was all giant monsters, like a fighting Which game. Which one am I thinking of? It was a fighting Mortal, game, too. Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Kombat. 
No. Blue Ninja, Sub-Zero. Not, not, no, 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 no. no he's not <laughs> I jumped it's, on I, it too. It was one of those, but it was very, it was very violent looking. And they was had it, like. Was it Tekken? No. Fuck. I, yeah, me, that's why I thought it would be Primal Rage, but it was. Uh, was it, was it Marriage? Streets of Rage. <laughs> no, I know Streets of Rage. That's not fighting. Games. I don't know Streets of Rage. And it wouldn't be Street Fighter. No, no, no. We're, we're we're just we're we're all missing. missing. Already, already in a black fucking hole. Nice, Killer Instinct. Killer fucking Instinct. Yeah, oh. bud. Skeletor. <laughs> Dude, they had some crazy people in that That's game. That's what they I was saying. It was violent guys. as fuck. That's what I was saying. Yeah, Glacius. Oh my God, Ricky remembers all this. I love um, it. Um, what was the what was the magma dude? Ricky, Cinder? what are you drinking tonight? Natterdays. I like it. I don't have no eggnog. Thank oh. God. <laughs> oh shit. Well, there was a there was an old indie game. I can't think of what it was, but it was Orchid. Like in the Leisure Suit Larry realm of games, but it was violent as hell. And there was, that was one the where... chick with the nunchuck things. Well, okay. there was one. Right there was one when you killed when you killed the guy. You pulled his whole skeleton out through his asshole. I always love. I can't think of what the fuck it was called. It was like forever ago, like mid eighties maybe. But you literally pulled his skeleton out through his butthole. It was just awesome. And he, and he just. <laughs> I wish I could see the your pixels. Oh my god! It was. Yeah, fantastic. I want. I've been wanting to play Splatterhouse again. Oh yeah, yeah but somewhere here, I still have Lollipop Chainsaw. I loved Lollipop Chainsaw. I've been wanting to play oh, the Resident Evil Four remake. Yes. I've been watching people play it, and I'm yeah, like, man. My buddy Andrea streaming it right now. That's the only Resident Evil that I ever finished, and it's my favorite one. Dude, I beat seven earlier this year, or last year, and it was fucking awesome. Yeah, I, I watched, that's the one with the big uh, the big vampire lady. No, that's eight. That's eight? Yeah, okay. that's the one with the big bitch, yeah. Seven like, is the like one that, that takes too. place. They both take place together, but seven was in Louisiana. I thought that was neat. Yeah, that okay. Yeah, that one does look dope too. And uh, like the it goes from like the beginning is straight up Evil Dead, and then mm-hmm. it goes to like straight up Texas Chainsaw. She cuts your and fucking then arm dude, off and shit. It's yeah, dude. fucking awesome. They did seven, such seven's a good job. dope. Yeah, I would play it if I played games. I wanted to say, speaking of uh, splatter houses, I'm gonna be splattering my toilet tomorrow because. In honor, you asked Ricky what he was drinking tonight. In honor of you, our beloved, most favorite special guest, um, I picked up all three of my favorite fancy gas station beers. Oh Ton- my god! Tonight I've got that Andy Gator, Tall Boy. Ooh, that's a tough one. Yeah, that's like yeah. a fourteen percent, or huh? No, no. This this is eight percent. Followed okay. followed up by an Elysian Space Dust Tall Boy, which is eight, eight. That was I remember that being the first thing you said, dude. Jarek, I drink nice beers too. I got this Elysian Space. I thought it was. <laughs> Fuck you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> um, and and then following that eight point two Elysian, I got a fucking Voodoo Ranger Juice Force nine point five to kill me before this podcast ends. So I'm gonna become Hell the thir- yeah. nice. I'm gonna become the thirteenth ghost tonight. Travis dies tonight. Nice. <laughs> also, nice. all the all the video game talk kind of makes me think like. We do have sort of a lineup tonight of characters in this film, and I'm not talking about our main cast that of human be characters. Like a video game, yeah. Like oh, yes. I see where you're getting. You want to see the jackal? You want to see like the jackal fight the hammer or something, right? That would that'd be, be cool. Well, I want to see uh, the hammer fight the firstborn son, and then <laughs> yeah, 
And then I want to see the goddamn torso get eaten by the fucking great child. All right. I want to see, I want to <laughs> see the torso versus the dire mother. <laughs> I want to see the, I want to see the child of, uh, the child and then, of the, Monk. and then the princess. <laughs> I want to see that. I want to see their baby. That's what I want to see. I, I want to see the child of Monk in this movie get absolutely eaten by any one of these ghosts because that kid's fucking annoying. <laughs> Let's talk real quick about our little hodgepodge of uh, ghostly figures in this movie. Back in the day when you would buy a fucking DVD, the reason you bought a DVD was not just because the picture quality was better, the sound quality was better, whatever. I the bought pizza, them. cuz! Yeah, them goddamn special them features. Damn pictures! Yeah. Oh, and yeah. This, this was one of my top favorite DVD special features of all time. It was called mm-hmm. The Ghost Files. Because it had all the thick backgrounds of every ghost. Oh, yeah. Yes. And yep. I've got them for us. Shout tonight. out to the Bound Woman. The Bound Woman and the Pilgrim is, is Bane. Well, let's work our way through these motherfuckers. We got the first boy's son. Yeah. Um, that's the ghost of this little boy named Billy Michaels, who he loved pretending to be a cowboy. Mm-hmm. And one day he was challenged to a duel, but his cap gun, it was no match for this boy's real steel tipped arrow. So Billy's ghost, you know, carries that shit around with him. Um, it's a good look. Yeah, spooky little kid ghost. Then you got motherfucking torso, probably yeah, one of the also best. Also a ghosts. good look. It's basically bod- bodily dismemberment. Um, he was a, gam- uh, a gambler. <laughs> he was, he a, was gambler. a rambling man. <laughs> he was a rambling gambling man named Jimmy Gambino. Ha ha ha. <laughs> From the early nineteen hundreds, and um, basically the mafia wrapped him up and and cut him up. So he's just yeah. Yeah, I saw him the first time. I was like, oh, there's Travis. And then it was like, but then there was no head. So, mm. yeah. So still still me. Uh, the yeah. Bound Woman, that is Susan Legros, the richest girl in town or whatever town she was from. She was killed by a uh, jilted ex named Chet Walters. This is not important, but he was a quarterback, so he was a strong boy. And uh, he touched, He what, what do you call that? He spiked her head in the end zone. So, yeah. I don't know how he really killed her, but he, he killed his girlfriend. So she got she got murdered. Fucking dick. Oh, he bound right. her with a with a rope and shit. So that's yeah. why she's that's she why looks she's, cool. She's scary. Yeah. yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Withered lover. Lamest. Is it really? I think so. Okay. Gene. It's about a love story, Ricky. Come on, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, we're gonna we're gonna say they do gonna... such a good job of it too. Okay, so Ricky yeah. hates love. Let's just, yeah. we'll, we'll, we save, mm-hmm. we'll save who the withered lover is and Ricky's fucking hatred of love for, for when we get to her character in the story yeah. because she's really... It's just important. so fucking corny, bro. All that <laughs> shit is so fucking corny, dude. I get the feeling Ricky... I'm there not- like, I love you. <laughs> Bitch, this is yeah. a horror movie. What, what are you doing here? Trying to make us feel good at the end. <laughs> There's the torn Listen prince. Um, this is Royce Clayton. A gifted and, and somewhat famous teenage baseball player from the 1950s who caught the eye of colleges around the U.S. He died in a drag race, and thanks to this, um, he's pretty much, you know, this ghostly kid that, I don't know, he, I don't even remember him. When did he show up? 
He's the one with the he's bat. He's at the bat, bro. He is the bat. He, he, he looks like a he'd greaser. He'd be swinging on everybody. Yeah, well, he's, 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 he's like, like one of the main ones that pops up like a lot of the movie. I barely remember him. Uh, uh, my favorite. Well he's, a, well, he's a weird conundrum because he's a greaser, but he's also sort of like a jock. Yeah. And those were like opposing. So they took they put like two opposing ideologies together for that one, which I honestly I thought was interesting. Okay, well I might have to reconsider. He had pony boys. Yeah, stay gold, torn prince. Stay gold, Ricky boy. Stay gold. The angry princess is maybe my favorite one. Um, uh, yeah, dude. Dana uh, Newman. Why was does everybody like I, her so much? Man, you oh, know Jesus why. Christ, <laughs> I wonder. You know why. Give me two reasons. Everyone <laughs> likes her because so much. because grown men like big old fake titties. Like fat kids love cake. That's why. Okay. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good point. It's a mm-hmm. good point you bring up, sir. She was a beautiful woman who was abused um, and and basically uh, took out took herself out. She she mutilated herself sad. in a bathtub. Yeah, it is sad. Yeah, suicide. The Pilgrimess. I don't don't remember her that much either. Um, she's, she just that pops was the up one, for a few jump scares. Yeah, that was she's the got one the stops was, on. Yeah, she's one of my favorites. I just think she's really scary looking. She looks like an old hag. Yeah, in yeah. fucking stockades, chasing you like like a fucking T Rex. That was Isabella Smith who came to North North America as a colonist. So she 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 had old school ghost bay, and oh, yeah. uh, she was an orphan in England. Like the DVD gives all this background. It's a lot. It's a lot more than what I'm giving us. But yeah, you. It was like I remember it being like a page, and um, in that page, you could, it was like each, each of them had like an object that related to that certain ghost. Yeah, and you could click on the object and it would give like it was like a two or three minute like video i remember it being mm-hmm. of, so dope. of the story yeah i remember dude i must have been fucking like 11 or 12 well when did this come out 2001 yeah right yeah that 13, was 11 probably. no that was no, 11 no. no yeah i was 11 in 2001 so i remember going to my buddy's house who lived literally two houses down and me and him would watch this over and over and i thought this was the fucking scariest movie as a kid <laughs> This and the Texas Chainsaw <laughs> remake were like I thought were the most horrifying things in the world. That Texas Chainsaw remake. Because too. well the Texas Chainsaw remake is just because of the beginning. And at the time, you know, I'm twelve, I don't know the original Texas Chainsaw. Right. Yeah, but and, you weren't scared of that Jessica Beale ass. But no. I know that. But then she was in Texas. <laughs> oh, Jessica Beale. Yeah, I was yeah, like, okay. There's yes, a theme is. there's a theme happening here when um, you're twelve or thirteen years no, old. No, but, <laughs> but well the scariest thing in Texas Chainsaw was me in to me the remake when I was a kid was remember the very beginning they had the two cops that went down and they like took the pictures and stuff mm-hmm. I thought that was fucking real and I was like nope uh, like th- I'm never going to Texas <laughs> <laughs> He's and like, then I'm just, never going to Texas just 13 ghosts so I mean you know I think ghosts <laughs> I mean you know say what you will I think there are ghosts in some way shape or form sometimes <laughs> And so ghosts scared the fucking shit out of me as a kid too. Dude, and then ghosts. Oh yeah, I went to the Merle's a few years like ago and I was fucking them. terrified. I don't even like believe in them and I still get scared of them. So I guess maybe <laughs> I do believe in them. Yeah, I don't say, know. Yeah, you believe in when you're fucking with that Ouija board or that haunted mirror. You believe in them. You know you do. Yeah. And when <laughs> I play too much phasmophobia, I, oh my I, I God. go to bed and I'm like spoof. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, yeah. just make sure all the closet doors are closed before mm-hmm. I lay down. Mm-hmm. This <laughs> this this movie as a kid, man, being eleven and, and watching this it. one, I was fucking terrified. At There's some haunting imagery, man, and those ghosts are all fucking gnarly, dude. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll oh, take yeah. a break from from going through this spiel, and we'll uh, no keep going. No, keep going. No, we're keep gonna going. all now we're all doing the first time we saw it because I want to say I saw this around the same age as Jarek, and this shit right here fucking was scary as a kid i didn't notice the corniness the cheesiness i didn't notice. No, right. i yeah, don't notice that time, when you're a kid man. yeah it's fucking it's fun as fuck but it is corny it's bad <laughs> but i love it yeah. I, don't know if, I, I, I don't know if it's that bad though like really oh, i don't know corny as fuck, dude it, yes it is yeah okay it, well I we'll, we'll, we'll parse it. it we'll fucking parse it out but any fucking line that the kid or the nanny had you, oh yeah just, just chalk it Raw up to was, bro <laughs> at the end when she's fucking with that shit and they just have to put they just have to put the fucking scratches on it yeah oh yeah oh, I was they lost. just have oh. to oh, oh dude so yeah you bad. can <laughs> <laughs> i love it but it's bad. It's incredible. Yeah, it's, it's so incredible. There I definitely are moments like that, but I don't know. I just, it's not a, it's not uh, meant to be a spoiler for the ball. end of the movie, but fuck that is just like to the T. Yeah, exactly. I love that. the movie. Yeah. It's don't get me wrong. I love this movie, but it's corny as fuck, dude, at mm-hmm. times. I'll point them out. I'll point them out. Yeah. 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 We'll, we'll get to all that. Um, so yeah, the first time I saw it, it definitely scared the fuck out of me. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, but yeah. as a kid, seeing it, Dude, I was a whole ass teenager in 2001. I was fucking terrified. Yeah, yeah, dude. (laughs) I might have been in fucking like, like in 2001. I was in fucking high school when I saw this, and it scared the fuck out of me, dude. Like, (laughs) no, bro. (laughs) Also, seeing Matthew Lillard in it and Monk, it was all happening at the same sort of time. Yeah, yeah, dude. And Shannon Elizabeth, she was, she was pretty popular at that point. Yeah, yeah, she was popping. She was all over them American Pies and shit. Yeah, I honestly. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I, was, I honestly don't remember the first time I saw this. I'm guessing it was when it came out. Um, so 2001, I was already old. I was a grown man that had a job. Um, uh, but yeah, Shannon Elizabeth. I mean, come on. <laughs> and why? I, I. It's it's hard for me to believe cute? that she had like grown past her. I'm going to show my boob stage because that was a little bit disappointing for me that there was no Shannon Elizabeth boobs in this movie. There really should have been. Um, yeah. as a, as opposed to that, the ghosty half slashed big old fake silicone Goodyear blimp things that we got to see. Um, but I'll take it. Pretty I'm, still, yeah. I'm still, I'm still a man. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I had, I, I have no good memories of this movie up until tonight when I got home from work. Um, but yeah, still watching it. I mean, it's a, it's a fun ass ride. It really is. Oh, I mean, yeah. Just, absolutely. Just, just everything that you go through. I mean, and it's, it's weird to me that they make these kids so prominent and then the oh. kids the kids just vanish forever. Which I, didn't, actually was I a, didn't I didn't mind that they vanished to be honest. No, I didn't either. I was all right it, it while was a they weren't there. Yeah. It was a relief because yeah. the, well, the, the, the little boy anyway. Yeah, the boy was annoying as fuck, and it was clear because even girl, though the girl wasn't gonna get naked, so it's like I didn't give a Even fuck though anymore. Shannon Elizabeth's character was annoying too, like at least at least she's nice to look at. So I can forgive her. There was a thing, though, at that time, though. Am I the only one? I'm sorry, but am I the only one that pictured her as being in high school? 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. She's supposed yeah. to be, yeah. But I, well, it could have been summer break. Sure. Yeah. Um, but the thing with movies at that time too, like every movie, they, they all had that like smart ass kid. Like yeah. The ring, uh, you know, the, the grudge, like they all had that little, yeah, but kid those kids that. aren't as annoying, man. I would agree. I don't think, you don't think that kid from the ring, there was no. the, the last kid, not to as be, annoying as this kid. That this kid was annoying. Okay. Yes, and I will gladly do these things for you, Annie. That kid was the most. Ag- I want to punch that kid in the face in the ring. To the be kid, fair, to be fair, mom all says kids, you're not dead. That, that kid's the best. <laughs> yeah, that's a that 10. kid's the best. Bob should have been up in this house because he'd have solved Cause everything. Because Bob is, cause Bob oh, is Bob. eleven. Because <laughs> Bob's an eleven out of ten. Yeah, yeah. Um, not since the Babadook have I been uh, like, well, no, actually the kid from the Babadook annoyed me more than he, this little boy did, but still pretty annoying. I'm going to go ahead and finish up our little, our little, uh, countdown. I could of- punch all, I'll punch all y'all's kids, dude. Like kids, <laughs> listeners. I don't have kids, any kids. Dude. Okay. Everyone's, I don't Will you like punch kids. Travis, my Travis though? No, okay. no, not a dog. That's wrong. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> So the pilgrimess, um, she was she was accused of being a witch, and like y'all said, they they had her in shackles and they fucking killed her ass. Uh, Sucks. My Sucks le- to be her. Even though I don't remember some of the other ones, my least favorite ghost is the Great Child. Uh, this character is. Oh, I like that one. Harold Shelburne was a mentally disabled man who didn't. He just kept wearing diapers. He kept being spoon fed by his little mama. Who was a creepy little freak show mama? Yeah. And they were in a freak you know show. What? It's kind of Golgotha. It looks fuck, dude. It's kind of Golgotha. I'm glad you Honestly. said that, Ricky. We plan to have, have a fucking ghost that looks like that, a big dude that was in our bottomless pit music video, and just a fucking diaper and all fucking gross like that. Nice. I love the look of that ghost. Yeah, yeah. He definitely makes you feel ooky because I don't like looking at him with all this pea soup. No. How come? How come? Since he was mutilated beyond recognition, according to his bio- biography, how come he still looks like himself and, and shit like... Ooh. Yeah, he doesn't look like he's mutilated. He just looks like a big, gross baby man. Yeah, what the he fuck? Just, he's just Captain Underpants. The torso... G- <laughs> <laughs> he's obese Captain Underpants. Uh, the, the, the fucking torso looks like a goddamn dismemberment yes. piece, so I don't know. Okay, the Dire Mother. We're about to get into the heavy hitters in a second. The Dire Mother. Last one before we got our trifecta of, of epic. Margaret Shelburne is the dire mother, so she's the other ghost. She's the, the mama of Harold. I'm not going to go into her little backstory too much, but because she oh, don't, there's do, a, she don't there's do anything. A, well, there's a little piece you should include just for Ricky, though. What? Okay, the dire mother, um, which was Harold's mother. She was a shy little lady standing three feet tall. She could never stand up for herself. At the freak show where she lived, she was raped by the tall man. No! Oh. Uh-huh. The tall man, uh, another circus freak, and gave birth to her illegitimate son, Harold, whom she loved more than life itself. Okay, well, that is slander. (laughs) Against the tall tall man? man would not do this, yeah. Well, (laughs) the tall man's a lot of things, but he's not a fucking date raper. Okay. That's true. I mean, (laughs) mean, I'm pretty sure the beginning of Phantasm 1, he he fucking raped somebody. That's that's not the same. The guy was a willing participant in that sex act. I'm just saying. I mean, he didn't know. He didn't know, but he was willing at the moment. He came in the tall man, boy. (laughs) (laughs) 
the tall man likes it. He finished that boy, then he killed him. He likes he likes to be bred. Uh-oh. Ricky, anytime I see any <laughs> submissive and breedable tall man. Anytime I see some phantasm oh, stuff, Ricky, yeah. I always think of you immediately. That makes me so happy. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> yeah. yeah but... Do you have the box set? The sweet? Yeah. You did, yeah. I figured you did with the yeah, ball. With the, with the ball, yeah. And it's, I figured you it, did. It opens up, the uh, box opens up like a little, it's got like all this mausoleum artwork and shit. That's so, awesome. Uh, we got three left. Data Big Boys, The Hammer, A Happy and Honest Family Man, and Blacksmith, George Mark. <laughs> I almost called him George Malarkey. Yeah, you know what? Fuck it. George Malarkey was falsely accused <laughs> of stealing by a higher up named Nathan. And was threatened with exile from their old western town. So this he's he's going back too, like back in the gap. That's dope. Yeah. George refused to leave town and his family was lynched by Nathan and a band of thugs while walking home from the town market one day. Seeking lame. justice. Yeah, seeking justice in a corrupt town pretty lame. Dicks. <laughs> George took his blacksmith's hammer and killed those responsible. But the town folks chained him to a tree, drove nail spikes through his body, uh they cut off his fucking hands. Or his left hand was cut off, and a hammer was crudely attached to it. So he's got that. That's why he's the hammer. And uh, yeah, he's rad looking. So yeah, he's a, com- he's a combination yeah. of Candyman and then a character in the Pink Triangle. I like it. <laughs> he, he I like looks- I like him too. He he's he's one of my favorites. Also, he looks like a roided up pinhead. It's fucking dope. And he's just pulling the fucking nails out of himself and shit like that. That shit fucked me up when I was a teenager. <laughs> Almost everybody's favorite is the Jackal. Uh, born to a prostitute in 1887, Ryan Cunn developed... He's just a... like me for real. He developed... <laughs> well, for the record, if you were born to a prostitute in 1887, you're older than me, so I don't want this whole ageism thing you guys got going on to fucking... Let's done. talk about the Civil War, bro. <laughs> let's, talk, tell, tell, let's tell these whippersnappers about the Great Depression. Well, you want to go Tuesday or Wednesday? Because I got stories for both. Attacking and raping strays and prostitute in the night. Um, he, he was sent to blah, 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 blah. All right. The, 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 the stray what? Stray what, dude? He I'm was like raping stray dogs? Was, I don't he know. De- he developed a sick appetite for women, attacking and raping strays and prostitutes in the night. He voluntarily went to the Borehamwood Institute for Treatment to Cure His Problems, but the medical practices made him much worse. Causing him to go completely insane after years of solitary confinement, kind of like Travis, yeah. um, having his head locked in a cage and breaking out of his straitjacket and developing a hatred for humanity. When the asylum burst into flames, he chose to stay behind and perish in the fire. His ghost carries his torn straitjacket with a torn cubic head cage. Uh, it's called the sign of Hell's Winter. He is one of the more aggressive and violent ghosts, attacking and nearly killing uh, pretty much everybody he encounters. Yeah, the sign of Hell's Winter is dope. That sounds like a red black metal album. Lastly and not leastly, we've got the Juggernauts. Horace the Breaker Mahoney. He was born disfigured. He was an outcast. His mother abandoned him as a young child, and his dad put him to work in a junkyard. So that's where why the movie starts (laughs) where it starts. And um, he would use his unusual strength to crush cars. Okay, that's fucking metal. After his dad died, Horace went crazy. How like, strong do you have to be to crush a car? Bro, you gotta be at least like a Street Krillin, Fighter character. Like at least Krillin level. <laughs> at the beginning of Dragon Ball. 
Dude. <laughs> I know why you said that, because there's that level where you just yeah. push the car to a blitz. <laughs> yeah, that's what he had to do. He <laughs> would take guile. <laughs> he would he would take motorists and hitchhikers. He'd tear them apart with his bare hands, and he'd feed oh. their remains to the junkyard dogs. Well, After... I don't I don't blame him for none of that. <laughs> After several of these murders, he was arrested. A SWAT team shot and killed him when he tried to break free. Uh, so yeah, that's that boy is intense, and he pretty much just manhandled. Did it say how many everybody. shots they put in him? Isn't like 50-something? I, I want to say I remember that from when I was a kid. In the film, it might. Not right here. Oh, uh, okay. Yep, that's our lineup of ghosts. Yeah, sounds like the last one's a little good. He's got a little bit of Travis in him. He uses his strength to crush cars. I mean, you crush ass, but he crushes cars. Yeah, with baby. That, with that wall. I'm just going to call you the Whomping Willow from now on. Who just, <laughs> boom. <laughs> boom. Yeah, bring damn. Boom, bring it down. <laughs> that was like a video game. Yeah, we had a great lineup. All right. Game developers, the devs, let's make it happen. 13 goes fucking deathmatch. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I mean, I'm sure they have to get a lot more permission than just, like, to make it. It's cool. I'll let you. Uh, Oh, yeah. Well, we're some creative motherfuckers. We we could could effectively rename each one of these. And just make, like, one thing different about all of them. Something close, but not copyright infringement level close. They all just have blue hair. <laughs> Instead of the jackal, it's the hyena, and it's just fucking laughing like fucking crazy the whole time. That's dope. Yeah, we can get we Still can get the cage exactly the same around its head. Yeah. It would oh, be yeah. a triangle shaped cage. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We're, but we're we're still gonna get Whoopi Goldberg to do all the laughing. Hell yeah! Yeah. If okay. you're, wash if your you're hands and and clean up because monks coming around. Oh. Oh, I thought oh. you were going to go with uh, wash your no. hands in blood. No, I was going to say get out your Vaseline and imagine the angry priest, or angry princess is in your bedroom right now. Because <laughs> Angry priestess. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I little... was going to say get your ghost specs, <laughs> get your scooters, get your favorite rapper lady, and dive into a unbreakable glass house mm-hmm. of terror. You can't throw stones at this terror house, boy. <laughs> no. If you have not seen 13 Ghosts, cry off now. Oh, you bastards. Why are you torturing me like this? Why? Thirteen Ghosts is a 2001 supernatural horror film directed by Steve Beck, and this is his first time directorial debut. He had uh, oh, also – he worked for Industrial Light and Magic as a visual effects art director on Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, The Hunt for Red October, and The Abyss. Oh, oh as, fuck yeah. As a director, he directed two features for this film's production company, Dark Castle Entertainment – that mm-hmm. being our our film tonight, Thirteen Ghosts, and also Ghost Ship. So this boy, hey, like, one he, of the best openings of all time. Bro. Oh, fucking a, the wire. Oh, yeah. goddamn. This boy liked him some Why fucking uh, some some ghosts. So mm-hmm. yeah, 
The film well, it was, was all ghost. It was all Dark Castle. They had to use the movies of of the um. William oh, that Vincent yeah. Price era. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. That's yeah. dope. Yep. Mm-hmm. The, the same film. thing with uh, wasn't um House on Haunted Hill part of that too? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. The film was unsuccessful. <laughs> it grossed sixty-eight million against a forty-two million dollar budget. So that's dope. Kind of. No, it's not dope. Um, it would have been better if it made money, at least, especially with these kinds of films. Well, I'm just saying, like, Jerry's dying, bro. Well, he's watching me. He's watching me try. <laughs> Dark Castle Entertainment was, like he said, it, it, this movie was remaking all those old William Castle films, and yeah, that was part of it. Um, they also did some other shit like Rock and Roller, so pretty dope. But just saying, um, I was waiting for Ricky. I, I I almost was too. Like that's why I kind of paused for a second. That's dope. <laughs> God damn it, man! Yeah, I don't have much in the way of production notes on this one, but this film was based on a 1960s version, so it's a remake. Hmm. And in the original film, the viewers also needed special glasses to see the ghosts in theater, so that was like yeah. an in theater gimmick. Pretty dope. Yeah, that's wasn't this one really of the dope. first three thing, three D like things like that? Yeah, it, they they put the glasses on, and that's how you could see. Oh, that's cool as fuck. The ghosts in the movie or whatever. <laughs> I think and that's, that's why such they a decided cool. to bring that the gu- oh, glasses yeah. for this. I think that's yeah. such a neat idea, honestly. That's why they decided yeah. to yeah incorporate that into the movie remake, which I yeah. thought is really fucking rad. Mm-hmm. Well, unless you're Matthew Lillard, who can just get the little like instant have a little ghost. orgasm every time. Well, yeah, a ghost <laughs> by. yeah, ghost, ghost. ghostgasm. You know, ghost, I'll say this: the ghost only proctologist shit. Yeah, I we love talked that. to <laughs> ghost proctologist. <laughs> that boy was getting the ghost in him. Was the whole yeah. movie? <laughs> oh yeah, he got the fucking the thumb in the ass, just like oh, right there. It's it, it, get, yeah, but he was my boy sweaty and so. spitting. Yeah, <laughs> Ricky was saying it was corny, but like I think the only thing this movie is like bogged down as as much fun as it is, and I do truly love love this movie. I think the only thing this thing is movie was bogged down it by is it is so i like to call it 2000s mtv yeah dude those music video yeah like that's exactly what it was edited. <laughs> yep like All the strobe-y. editing is very much like that yeah. that strobe fucking it's like her music video shit yeah herky yeah. jerky imagery of the ghost yeah. see i agree with you and at the time i think that was like a uh, very ever present but now oh, yeah now th- 20 years later uh, <laughs> this movie is like it puts a time stamp on it a hundred percent oh yeah yeah it does it, it does fine. but at the same yeah. time if you're not if you're not sitting through a sea of these films it becomes a style mm-hmm. right. for sure so i think it kind of adds to it at this point in my opinion Ever so slightly. It, I it, just it, laugh every time I see a movie come out recently that still does a little bit of that. I'm like, oh, you're doing that 2000s thing. Yes, oh, yeah. That fucking seizure-inducing shaky head. Last Shift. Head. Last Shift was doing the fuck out of that. Yeah, yeah, they do. Not, not, not as much. To, no, no, it no, wasn't. Definitely. And they didn't use the sound effects like, you wouldn't steal a race car, would you? Yeah. Really, <laughs> that kind of shit. You wouldn't steal a race car, that's Bob from House by the Cemetery. He would yeah. steal a race car for sure. <laughs> yeah, like that. Would. You wouldn't pirate a fucking grocery store, would you? You know that. <laughs> that's that's even the sound effects that they use when they right. You know, like yeah, it was. We'll just call it what it was. It was kind of it was fun but terrible. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Fun but terrible. I'm gonna go with that. 
of all the uh, makeup effects in this film for all the ghosts, which ghost do you think took the longest to apply the makeups for? The princess. Damn. The hammer. The hammer. Yeah. Well, Ricky got it. It's the fucking princess. Oh, How wow. did you... She looks like she was almost entirely covered in latex. Right. Boy, so, yeah. so you, you, yeah, and you know that it took five hours for her makeup more than yeah, anybody like, else. Wow. A, 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 that's like a little, well, I mean, just by the size of her tits, I guess the the white powder probably was. Jesus Christ! Yeah. I mean that make that kind of makes sense because it's like you can powder those things all fucking day long and still see real skin. Oh, but, dude, th- those yeah. comfortable looking pillows, bro. Yeah, they took a lot of time to work on the writing etched <laughs> on the walls in the glass house. I'm not trying the to language of people, Mordor, but I, so I have cool. to fucking get it in. Yeah, um, <laughs> said Lord of the Rings shit. What do y'all think it actually translates to? I don't care. It's so fucking red, dude. One ring it's to rule them all. It's spells, Travis. That's what it translates to. One ring to find them. I think a lot of it was probably, can you believe somebody financed this movie? One ring to bring them all. Welcome, to, the my, darkness. welcome to my world. I'm always blind. Uh, Wait, it really is the Lord of the Rings thing that they say on the walls? It's the Lord's Prayer. <laughs> oh, I was about oh, that's, fuck. I mean, hey, that's cool, too. It makes sense for ghosts. Okay, ghosts. the little boy, the actor that played the little boy, this is the only film that he did. He then yeah, went. They saw. He, he then went. <laughs> well, listen, the homeboy's talented. He then went on to compete in all sorts of jazz tap dancing competitions and became one of the best jazz tap dancers in the whole world. God damn! Like prominence un, and glory unbound. That little boy, little Bobby, little screen. Well, you know, he gave acting a shot, and it wasn't for him. Well, but you know what I'm was sure. for him? Tap dancing. The acting thing. There are so many kid actors that like do things and then like transition immediately away from it so i i, I always kind of wonder because we sucks to be a kid actor probably well that definitely but like there are so many like do people think that they're going to be an actor and then it ends up being a springboard to something completely different and i wonder like how many kid actors go in and like they do a they do a movie like take uh, uh what's her face from jurassic park the original jurassic park movie she's now like a world-renowned painter you know, and but all these kids, they do all these weird things. And it's like, it seems like polite society teaches us that acting is like the best thing that you can ever do. But there are so many people that use it as a springboard to something different. And they find their like, awesome, happy place. It's like, I, I kind of want to take a shot at being an actor because I think I'll find my yeah. happy place afterwards. <laughs> yeah, that sounds, that's, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. I like that point. A friend of the show, Roger Ebert, praised the production value, saying that this production is first rate. The physical look of the picture is splendid, but he did criticize the story, the lack of interesting characters, which I disagree with that. The loud soundtrack, which, okay, old man, and Mm -hmm. poor poor editing. Again, I don't agree with that. I think this movie's actually got really awesome editing. He didn't understand the the 2000s thing. He was like, man, they're fucking up. (laughs) Look how they... Look how the ghost keeps disappearing in his head. But that's that's where that's where Jarek nailed it, though. The 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 MTV vibe of this, because there were several times as I was watching this that I had to I had to lean over and go, whoa, and turn it down. That's not what I'm talking about, though, necessarily. Well, no, but like the sound, the sound piece is what I'm I'm talking about. There was too like there were too many moments where it went up way too high. And I was like, oh, my God, I had to turn it down. And then it transitioned over to a scene where I had to turn it back up so I could hear it. Yeah, I could see that. I agree that that with that because yeah. when they're when they're talking, they're whispering compared to like yep. the sound effects. I didn't I didn't have that issue in the music. Per- listen, watching the film, but the editing I think is seamless in some scenes where they're blending a lot of different action together. 
where different characters are experiencing different things and different things in the house are happening at the same time, I think it's all actually really well edited. Yeah, uh, I had no I had no issues yeah. with that at all. Just I just to... think Roger Ebert didn't know what he was talking about per mm-hmm. usual. Um <laughs> it was the style of the edits mixed with the sounds that they were doing at the time that makes it it's not that it's bad, but it is very it's not timeless. Let's put it that way. It's it's very it's stylistic, but it's stylistic of like this is two thousands fucking MTV. And that's what it is. Not that it's, you know, bad, but that's what it is. You know what I mean? No, I think you're right. But I, I think it it played when it was released. I think it played more to the movie theater crowd where you had Absolutely. No, it was the no 2000. Control. That's exactly it's a what popcorn was movie, bro. Yeah, it yeah, was, you had it no was being edited in that way. Yeah. And that's what it was like. And, and again, nothing. That's not a slight at it. That's just what it is. But like, you know, yeah. go into it knowing that it's like 2000s as fuck. It's, you know, and I yeah. love that about it. I wouldn't want a different movie. The whole reason it's 13 Ghosts is because it's that. We got one last little bit of trivia here. Duncan McLeod's Dragon Katana from Highlander appears as one of the swords in Cyrus's mansion Metal. collection. Dope. Yeah. Oh, that's shit. Rad. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Yeah. I thought I thought everyone would get a little kick out of that right there. I like Hell that. Yeah. Yeah. Cyrus's bay. Oh, well, mm, Cyrus is something else. Let's find out I what like the fuck Cyrus. Cyrus is, and let's dive into <laughs> this 2000s as fuck piece of shit. Awesome movie, 13 Ghosts. Ghost Hunter Cyrus, who Ricky loves, uh, what's his last name? Criticos? That's a fucking yeah. dope-ass <laughs> last yep. name. Speaking of badass, Jarrett Thibodeau and Cyrus Criticos, the new mm-hmm. bass and drum rhythm duo. They're going to fuck shit up like hardcore. Y'all going to be like Roman Gabriel Todd's beast rising up out of the sea. Y'all yeah. need your own fucking the un- best. Uncle Joe to come in. And We're just going to be like ohm, just bass and drums, just like super distorted bass and drums. Fuck yeah, dude. I that can't too. wait. Psychedelic shit. But like, you tripping. need an old crazy person to go in and do all the vocals and lyrics. Yes. No, no, no. Me and him are going to switch off. No, yeah. no, no, then, no, 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 no. He's no, the old crazy no. person. No, and then Ricky's well, going Ricky's well, to walk in the room. Crazy person. Ricky's yeah. going to walk in the room and bump into the turntable and accidentally become a wacky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to be like... <laughs> it's going to be like... It's going to add that <laughs> slipknot status to us. Stephen Kingpin, yeah. Yeah, Shark right, right Ghost at, Warrior. Yeah, right at the and beginning Ma of Rick. this movie, when the, when, when the ghost hunters show up, they're a vibe all by themselves. They show up in these old, these like fucking vans, and they got symbols on them. And they're oh. at this creepy junkyard. Really cool opening right here. And Cyrus Very rolls cool. up in a fucking like 1920s. It just like like fucking penguin Ford. Dracula get up. Dude, oh, yeah. he's going with. <laughs> What's homeboy's name? Ford. He just he, this came off the fucking line like just now, and 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 Cyrus is driving up in it in two thousand one. The twin towers just collapsed, and this yeah. boy is driving this motherfucker up to the- <laughs> oh. <laughs> with his fucking his silver tipped cane. I love the silver tipped cane. I love that. Oh yeah, he's a awesome. pimp, dude. He's a gothic. Oh, he pimp. is. Yeah, he is. Bro. Yeah, he is a nineteen twenties fucking. MG driving, fucking wearing a pinstripe suit, just fucking ghost pimp. Absolutely. Matthew ghost Lillard is pimp. playing Dennis Rafkin, who is this um 
Bay established from the onset Bay, but also he gets like ghostly migraines because he's a <laughs> he's a psychic, and they're hunting down thirteen ghosts. They're they're, they're that's what their whole their whole shtick is. There's a yeah, truck full but... of fucking blood that starts spraying just blood and sinew all over the junkyard. That's the, the coolest in. shit. That there's a giant blood truck. <laughs> exactly. Blood truck. Yeah. Matthew well, looks like, like the, a truck like full the, of blood. Well, you no, it's like the fucking me. It's like the end of Mardi Gras where they go through with the trucks and they wash the streets down. Except it's not exactly water. I don't know if you've been to Mardi Gras. They don't wash shit. No, uh, it's just it's just it's it a just truck full of beer. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> Beer and they just pump the sewer out yeah, of the sewer onto stays. back onto the streets. <laughs> oh. They they pump oh. Ricky's Ricky's sewer septic tank into the the whole town's front yard. They're just like, yeah. hey, we hope you throw those beads back on this final truck, but that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the the contraption that they're capturing <laughs> that they're capturing ghosts in reminds me of like one of the rooms from the cube or something. Dude, yeah, yeah. it looks yeah. kind of dope. Like the the way the doors open and shit. Um, and also dope ass spells capture ghosts because Cyrus starts playing this spell or, or speaking it rather. This right? evil dead yeah. shit. Oh, dude, that's what I thought too. Conda. Yep. I'm yeah. like, yeah. yeah. The juggernaut carnage begins. So the ghost they're after in the graveyard or in the junkyard is the, juggernaut. the juggernaut bitch. He's chasing people through the junkyard. He's exploding their heads. He pulls folded one guy in half. <laughs> folded yeah. in half through a hood. He's pushing piles of cars on top of people, but you He's... don't see him yet. No, no, it's except awesome. for except for at the very end, like when he's throwing people, like you see quick glimpses of him. Mm-hmm. This chaos to set the movie off. Yeah, this is in. This is like pumping up. The, like, dude, say, starting off a movie with a blood truck. I'm not gonna lie, I forgot about that. And when I watched bro. it yesterday, I was like. This is fucking sick. Yeah. <laughs> Later on, there is an image on the ground. There's like, because it sprays blood everywhere. But if you look close, there's like body parts laying all over the ground. Oh, yeah, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Like they were going hard with this. And then right after that, there's. Dude, this they had a lot of money for these movies. Like all the Dark Castle movies have insane budgets. They have seemed. good budgets for for Because like think about House of Wax. That whole fucking thing was literally made. That whole house that fucking burned yeah. the, that's insane. It's fucking dope. And then and the shit like they built this Wax. one. The house fucking in, in 13 Ghosts is absolutely insane too and they built mm-hmm. all I can right. watch Paris Hilton it's get insane. killed any day. Dude House of Wax is great. And that <laughs> takes place in Louisiana too. Yeah. yeah. House of Wax is actually a movie I would like to cover one day because I, I was Fuck surprised yeah. by how much I liked it. Dude, it's um, awesome. It's yeah. surpri- It's so good. It's underrated as fuck. Like, I don't get why people don't like it. They don't like it just because Paris Hilton's in it. That probably. movie is the only movie to make me legitimately jump out of my chair. No. I did. Yes, I did. When he fucking, when she's putting her finger through that grate and that motherfucker comes by and without any hesitation just Dude, I I shit. I jump so fast out of my fucking chair. That's a gnarly scene. That is a gnarly. I I remember that scene, dude. I love the, you. The That's finger, so funny. The fingers come off. Oh fuck. But like, you think about it. Like the old castle films, they were like back in the day. They were all set design. You know, yeah. like the actors. It was Beautiful more like of a stage design. play. You know, they right. had to act within this area. And I really think they did that again but for a new era i i I really like that about all the movies that they did with the dark castle like remake stuff i am a fan of house on haunted hill and house of wax 
and I, I'm a fan of this movie, and I agree with what you're saying. The, the set pieces are fucking amazing, and it makes mm-hmm. it their characters in the film. It makes yeah. the films like really or the house a, itself is a fucking character. Absolutely, yeah. And this and House of Wax, hell, and House of Haunted Hill, yeah, all three mm-hmm. of them. Like their sets are part of the story and for the, sure. the ship and ghost ship. Yeah, juxtaposed by the carnage in the opening, we have this echoey, cheesy Hallmark intro with a laughing Shaloub and his family being so sweet and just and and everything's happening as the camera pans through the house. Then a fire erupts and you hear the kids screaming. And this is our title card transition. A laughing shaloob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, show, it shows a nice, beautiful interior of a home that slowly turns to burnt decay. And it's revealed that the mother died during the house fire. So I really like this title card sequence. It was really tastefully done. It's it, cool, yeah. It felt, right. felt kind of art house to me, to be honest with you. Just mm. this one scene. Just the way they did it. The transition of the nice, pristine home, the family happy. It's corny, but I did like it. Yeah, see, I have the whole opposite opinion. It's not even corny. I think it's like, wow. (laughs) Ricky just hates love. You don't don't think it's corny, but you hate it? No, Ricky. Ricky, I think it's corny, but I love it. You can't have the opposite opinion of me. No, I, no, I mean opposite. Like it's not corny at all. I, I thought it was like a art, like an art house scene. Yeah, almost. same here. No, it was awesome. Just the the slow, all right, the slow thing guys. where they go with the they go with the blue lights, the, like, all the, the blue lights, well, all the blue lights for the happiness, and then they turn to the orange and the red lights as they're high, the, as they're highlighting the title card as they're going across. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that was awesome. Yeah, it's dope. That's not the part it. I'm talking about being corny. I, I, I liked all the transitiony looking stuff. I think the corniness is more in the sound design for that. Yes. For oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The laughing and the, the laughing. Yeah, and the yeah, fucking yeah. Just, I'm just like, all right, guys, I get it. Look I how the... fucking happy they were. <laughs> and it's it's echoey. I said <laughs> I did say cheesy. It's cheesy. It is definitely cheesy. <laughs> no, but, I, saying, but I do I'm think saying, it's Ricky too, hates though. love and he hates happiness. And I'm sorry, Ricky. Talk to who a therapist. Hurt, who hurt me? I, I know. Yeah. Who, who I know. did it? It wasn't me. I'll give you a hug right now. Get your you fucking one. therapist friend on the podcast and uh, help us. Get Teresa uh, to go give you a hug. Did you uh, better yeah. paint yourself she's at, teal blue? She's at work. No. 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 It's her Cyrus's nephew, Arthur. He's a widower at this point. And lucky fuck. <sighs> oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> okay. God damn. Wow. Not loud. Oops. <laughs> he's got he's got two kids, Kathy and Bobby. Uh, Kathy's the older sister. Bobby's the younger brother. And they have a nanny named Maggie, and they're all living in this little fucking shithole apartment. They can't afford a bigger place, but they afford a nanny. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, yep. Well, and you know that you know that the kid, the kid, and the Pro- nanny are fucking bumping donuts when no one's looking. Just saying. So the kid and the <laughs> nanny. Yeah, the the, the older little daughter, boy. The, no, the older oh donuts bumping donuts. There's a little boy. Well, that's why I was. That's part Jesus of why I was Christ. confused. Get it to fucking gather. Either way, I don't like it. Um, okay. Either way, it's either way, it's yeah. But, so, but Bobby, Bobby is the little boy. And he's reporting the news, and this is this is the one thing I like about this kid is he's going to be a true crime podcaster one day because he's all about oh, yes. like yeah. keeping keeping up with. Oh, he's, oh, he's a not. podcaster. We've discussed. Yep, we've he discussed found a severed he's head. A, <laughs> he's a tap dancer. We've already discussed this. <laughs> well, yeah, he's life. a tap dance podcaster. <laughs> He's tip tapping all over. About tap dancing. <laughs> He's tip tapping all over them severed heads. Yeah, he keeps a record of death, and it's healthy to keep a record of death, according to him. It is. Uh-huh. 
Um, we find out Maggie as the nanny. Her cooking fucking sucks. <laughs> I like yeah. that. I like all this little like uh, the 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 family bickering at the beginning of the film. I thought this was all cute and fun. Are you like that the little boy called his sister a slut? I love it. I like that. That was funny. As Maggie, Maggie's like, and Maggie I prefer a bitch. She's a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever that came up, I was like, mm, 2000. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> After this, you get a mad shalub because he steps on something that's laying on the floor. And it's like, we got to keep our shit off the floor. I can't afford a bigger place. And. <laughs> and and she jumps down as shit, bro. Like, well, if we had a bigger place, like, bitch, get a job then. The fuck? <laughs> yeah, she's still in high school. That kid, that kid. Oh, I'd have kicked that kid out of my house. <laughs> out of my fucking house then. Your kids don't act like that, huh, Ricky? No. I'd, no. I'd have kicked them out. <laughs> you kick, the, kick them out, but in, invite the lawyer in because Ben Moss shows up. And this is Cyrus's fucking lawyer. <laughs> This in 45 right minutes here. from now, Ricky's going to step on a Lego and be like, motherfuckers. <laughs> They're going to come out and beat me up or yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Not really, though. I lost my place. The lawyer comes in. Yeah, mm-hmm. don't be sorry. And that. the daughter cool. was like, I thought I'm not eat all our bills. Yeah. And he said, I did. Tony Monk said, don't worry. I washed my hands and I paid our bills. And then yeah. he was coming in to talk about Uncle Cyrus. And then Monk was like, I don't even know a fucking Uncle Cyrus. He was just some nut that spent all our family fortune. Yeah, and then somebody said, the we're fortune. rich. And he said, well, I just said they split up the family fortune. And, <laughs> and he then, squandered it. He squandered and it. And then there comes the yes. video. I was like, he squandered the family fortune. Dude, my favorite thing about his video, too. So he gives background. (laughs) That, too. So he gives gives the whole will, and he's like, Yeah, I know. I didn't get to know you, and I feel bad. So here, take my house. And then I love how it closes down, but then it opens back up. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, Then maybe we'll see each other again. I was like, That's not how the computer works. That's the little bit of corniness and cheesiness that I do. Yeah, and he has no idea that he's the sacrificial goat like tied to the stake. He has no idea. I just just... came back up. I was like, no, that ain't it. That ain't how they... Bro, it's because he was a ghost, bro. He says, perhaps we'll meet in another life. (laughs) They get a dope-ass key, though, while this happens. I do love the video sequence. They, They go out with Ben Moss, Mr. Lawyer, fancy pants to this house. And it's I just out- gotta say, Ben Moss has a very punchable face. Oh yeah, Pete Davidson oh. face all day long. Yep. <laughs> yep, totally. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Very punchable looking. Yeah. Very punchable face on that guy. Continue. No, no, Stop no. getting sidetracked. God, keep it together, Travis. Jesus Christ, this isn't that hard. <laughs> do you want to do a podcast or not? We can't even hear you. Yeah, he doesn't muted himself. He <laughs> he doesn't know what's going on. And then they just go to the house, and dude, the house is straight up so fucking awesome. Like you said earlier, Ricky, it is its own character. Like the really house is. makes that fucking movie what it is. It's so fucking sick. They did it. They kind of did it in the new Hellraiser. Even yeah. they had the whole house that kind of like you know, yeah, was based around the Cenobites and its whole pain pleasure thing. Pretty but like dope. this one was so sick, and how they were all in their little chambers underneath, and it moved with the you know, that little spinning shit in the middle. Oh, man, it was... I would hate to live in it because 
<laughs> it's I a can't, glass house. I, it's a glass house. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> kind of like Mandy. Mandy's like, I was like, I get y'all out in the middle of the woods, but that's still scarier than fuck just to live in a fucking right. y'all's bedroom isn't a window, you know? Yeah, what's that? Right. I want a small window, not a whole ass wall window. Right. I just want a giant window for a house. What if I trip? That whole well, wall is done. Well, yeah, <laughs> not, we we find out not in this house. We not find, in that one. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, there there's there's special fucking barriers uh, in in this house that make this glass super fucking strong. What they they get over there and the family goes inside. While that's happening, we do have a little montage, uh, a 2000s montage, if you will, of a character gearing up with a cool ass grimoire full of ghosts. Um, yeah. When they show up, Matthew Lillard is wearing like these coveralls or whatever, or yeah. very, very Beastie Boys, <laughs> oh, very, very hackers, very hackers. He's pretending to be a guy from the power company. He needs to get in the house because there's a source. The house is the source of a power outage to like five thousand plus homes in the area. Yeah, right here we get an agreeable shalub because he's like, "Come on in." Yeah, but he's right. almost he's almost the exact same outfit as when he was in Hackers. When I still, uh, yeah. No, and just I've never seen it. He has really shit. Yeah, might want to get on that. I just know the hack the world meme. Yeah, I've never never seen it either. Hack the planet. Hack the planet. Yeah, but it's like almost the exact same outfit. It's just it's almost kind of like was the first thing I was like. I kind of wanted to stop the movie and watch Hackers at that point, but that's just me. The turning of the key does set off like a mechanism in this cube house with Middle Earth fucking elvish walls <laughs> yeah the family starts to explore and there's a ton of cool artifacts like old books and maps uh the samurai swords because earlier we were talking about the highlander sword, sword. The, yeah the highlander sword is in this motherfucking thing and there's a there's a room with a spinning floor covered in symbols and the lawyer ben moss with the punchable face he calls it a living work of art he calls the house that so like that yeah and like this does go back to ricky's point the house is a character it's totally a character and it it plays out and the way jared described it exactly it plays out the whole fucking time in this house (laughs) i have to take a poop break So after that, Arthur leaves his kids and Maggie in the spinning floor room. That's what I'm calling it because I don't know I, I don't know language any better than that. Um, they end up not staying there anyway because they just he keeps riding a scooter <laughs> all over the fucking house. Yeah, that what well, the that's the funny part is like he's telling them like y'all stay here. I know y'all. Y'all better stay right here. I'm going to sign this paperwork in the library. He does know him because they did not stay. They fucking immediately haul ass the moment he fucking leaves. I love that shit. This is when Dennis starts getting like his ghost senses are tingling while he's exploring the basement because he, mm-hmm. he scampers off to the basement to go be like, "Where? What's up? What's going on down here?" I like I like the the little bit of dialogue where when once Arthur does enter the library, he says, uh, my, "Was my uncle a hunter?" And the lawyer's like, "He was a collector of many things." And that's when all the fucking I like the editing because that's when. The house is moving and levers are fucking going off and all these little levers have 
these unique symbols on them for each ghost, right? Like how you were saying. Well, the, the lever didn't come off until after the fact because he, the lawyer went pick up his briefcase. You're right about that. That is right. Yes, yes. Something else editing-wise is going on. To, I think the whole movie has that, though, where it's it's blending different things, different characters doing different things at the same time, and I think it does it in, in a very cohesive way. Um, that's why earlier I was like, the editing to me in this movie is pretty good. The effects, like the 2000s effects, yeah, they're there, and, and, and they are what they are, but I do like the editing in this movie. It's an hour 28, so, you know. It's, it's, it's a pretty quick one, yeah. It's it's a quick watch. I think it's an easy watch, as far as as far as that goes. But uh, Ricky, boy really live, Ricky. I I just gotta let you know, Grindhouse was complaining about his uh, arthritis and his hips and his knees, oh, fuck. and his fucking irritable bowel syndrome and his erectile dysfunction. And he well, left that's the why podcast. I had to go shit. Yeah, he left the podcast. Uh, so we're at the point in the film where. Uh, Matthew Lillard is walking through the basement and Arthur just got into the library and he's signing paperwork. So Lillard gets glimpses of all the different like horrific ghosts and it's revealed that Arthur and his family are now rich. The lawyer's like, you ain't ever going to have to worry about fucking money again. After Lillard has all his, well, Dennis, I'm saying Lillard for Dennis, but after he has all his ghost visions, he goes back upstairs trying to warn Arthur. And we know now Dennis is a psychic powered ghost hunter. Okay. He used yeah. to work for Arthur's uncle catching ghosts. And <laughs> I love this part because uh Arthur's like goats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he used to catch goats. Yeah. <laughs> Little it's like ghosts. You used man. to catch ghosts with your uncle. The kids and Maggie, they're they're all finding their own rooms at this point. Bobby's God. Bobby's is full of like toys and comics. Some really gnarly looking toys, though. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, that's some that's some gnarly knickknacks he's and, got in and, that room. Yeah, it, it almost looked like some Warhammer shit and fucking <laughs> Shannon Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah, bro, he's got a problem now. <laughs> Shannon Elizabeth is just like, oh my god, I love this fucking room that everyone can see into. Uh huh. And this bathroom. Let me go run some bath water on my face oh. and, and be and be amazed by all of this <laughs> that's dude that's one of my favorite scenes in the film though because y'all skipped where the ghost started coming out well no no i know and well, where the lawyer died hold the on, cool, hold one on. of the coolest deaths hold on hold on i think we're, the only death we're gonna no it's not the only death we're gonna get oh, there you're right yeah it's not oh. the only death while they're having this conversation and, and that whole finding... family should have died, bro. <laughs> Only dude, Rod Digger should have lived. <laughs> yeah, but think about it. In most ghost movies, most most of the time, most people live. Except the ghosts. The ghosts don't get to live. Just the goddamn yeah, but living like, people. Like That's all so the lame. living people in go like Conjuring, everybody lives. Um, you know, shit like that. Most of the time, the family lives and goes. That's con- one of the uh, reasons I love um, Changeling. You know, everybody living. That's one of the reasons I love we are still here so much, Bob. Yeah, them ghosts too. don't fucking play, right? Well, yeah, they everybody don't fucking does play. They kill all yeah. kind of people, Bob. But they're like lava shit. Yeah, yeah I hope I hope to cover that movie one day. It's so fucking Evil Dead. It drives me insane. It's Evil Dead. It's fucking Fulci. It's see, Barbara I find Crampton. it kind of you know. Y'all say that, but like the whole beginning of the movie to me, that's one I could like put on to go to bed because it has such an 
I love oh, it's, the beginning. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, a it's good, not, so atmospheric and, like, kind of quiet. Yeah, well, it's it's not it. Evil Dead and how it, like, nonstop action from start to finish almost like how most evil dead movies are there's like 20 minutes of buildup and then the rest of the movie is chaos this movie waits to get evil dead on your ass and we're saying we're talking about we are still here right now um it waits to get evil dead on your ass but when it does it's full on the dagmars the dagmar family is bait mm-hmm. and and cthulhu in the basement is also bait this is the second movie we're talking about tonight over the movie we're supposed to be covering. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, I'm going to bring up a real quick one, and we can stop it right here. Phantasm. I watched Last <laughs> Shift, and yeah. that scared the fucking shit out of me, y'all. You Malum. watched Last Shift? It's so good. It, it is good. It scared the fucking hell out of me. I was nervous. To I can't wait for Malum. 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 Yeah, I'm excited for Malum now. But the reason I bring that up is because he, this, I would listen to an interview with the director and he explained. And we just covered it. Last sh- Shift versus Malum is going to, he said he explained it like Evil Dead 1 versus Evil Dead 2. So the lawyer does sneak away and um, he, he does that after Matthew Lillard has a ghost seizure when Arthur touches him and he sees visions of his burning wife. The yeah. lawyer, the lawyer is making like snarky quips to all the ghosts and then he goes and gets his money. I like this. Yeah. That's what sets off the like the mechanism for sealing the house up and releasing all the fucking ghosts. Mm-hmm. This this is, in my opinion, the best kill in the film. What we're about to witness. Yeah. The angry princess is the first ghost released, and the lawyer's back. Bruh, she is bae. She's she's intimidating this lawyer. He's backing up because he's got these special glasses on. Maggie also found a pair of these glasses, by the way, when they were exploring the bedrooms. That really? lawyer starts backing up because she's walking towards him, mm-hmm. and the fucking glass doors slide mm-hmm. on his ass slide and him cut in his half, whole dude. ass off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in half. It, it cut his whole ass off in half. In the, dude, in the that's remake, such a cool that's what kill. it should be. Where he Dude. just like scrolls down, but his his other half is still standing up, and his yeah. eyes are like still moving, like he's surprised and shit. It's so yes, yeah, it that is gnarly. so dope. That's what I have. His eyes are just darting back and forth, like fuck. I'm cutting half. Uh-huh. I've been so halved. I've been halved. I'm cutting <laughs> half pretty bad, do we? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought he would say when he hit the ground. Oh my god, this shit is awesome. And Arthur does get mad at Maggie. For losing Kathy, and dude, he's Bobby. mad at him the whole fucking movie. He's a mad daddy. Bobby, yeah. Bobby gets lured downstairs with all the ghosts whispering. I'd be to mad him. with all those people living in my house too. He hired her to live in his house. That's the sad thing, dude. I, I think, I think he just wants to bang her. If I'm being honest, no, nah, he's still in love with his wife. His yeah, he's wife. very much still in love with his wife. Bobby gets lured downstairs by the ghosts, and his mom's trying to warn him too. All of this is coming through his little cassette player, by the way. We'll find yeah, out that's pretty later. Cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He encounters the Withered Lover and the Torso in this scene, so we get some ghost action. And he's eventually dragged away and like... Bobby, not- don't go down there. <laughs> he gets He does get knocked out. Arthur tries to break the glass walls. This is when we find out that he's no fucking Gabriel because he uses a chair and it does not work. Doesn't matter... Doesn't matter. These these walls right. are not breaking because um Dennis does a costume change. He goes from power company man to wearing a snazzy suit. Yeah, I like his I like his get up. I also want to say, like, once they once they get his ass down into the basement, 
I love the line where um, Maggie's like, "Did the lawyer split?" And yeah, yeah. It, it's it's uh-huh. that, that line it's is good. fucking good. It's good. So you're trying to pull like Kelly Rowland and uh, Freddie versus Jason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, ever this is when Jared. Ever so often, different levers with unique symbols on them are like releasing other ghosts from different containment chambers. I love all this shit. And Dennis is explaining the laws of the supernatural realm that ghosts have to obey the spells written on all these doors. I I love all this shit. Like the lore dumps Mm -hmm. throughout the film that build up the story as the story is progressing. I think this is really good writing. I don't know exactly when it comes in, but one that I liked, it's very, it's pretty soon after this. Uh, he explains and it gives a lot of insight. He's like, ghosts don't always attack. A lot of times they don't even want to hurt you. Um, right. Some will, you know, kill the fuck out you, which explains why not every ghost will kill part of the family or why, you know, it's not, it feels like sometimes some of the ghosts are only dangerous when you have those glasses on, you know, and, and like they won't fuck with you besides that now other ones it seems like they're just gonna fucking destroy everything you know so it's like it i like that because it gives a a certain extent of like why eight or nine of those ghosts out of the 13 just won't attack or kill you before they go into the basement fucking um matthew lillard's got that line did i say there was a petting zoo downstairs (laughs) yeah it's the best that's a 10 out of 10 line. Whoever wrote that and, and the way he performed it, so fucking right. dope. A scared Shalhoub does offer to pay Dennis to help him go into the, mm-hmm. into the basement. They say pay him whatever uh, Cyrus owed him. Yeah, because earlier in the film, he was like, he owed me a shitload of money. Yep. <laughs> he was pissed, dude. Sweaty little Bobby wakes up. Sweaty. Oh, he was sweating. Why oh, was yeah. he sweating so much? Because he passed out. You ever fainted? You ever you ever fainted before? I was, dude, I I blacked out one time, and I just started sweating right beforehand. No, yeah, I know. Okay, so that's legit. I thought it was funny when I saw it, but yeah, um, his mom's coming through the cassette player, and then she appears to him, and she's all fucked up from the house fire. Like she she's she's all fucked up. And she basically is like, you gotta get, you gotta get the hell out of here. He sees right. her once he puts on the the glasses. By the way, and he also sees Cyrus. So yeah. once the once uh, all the adults get into the basement, they decide to split up. Dum 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 dum. Yep. <laughs> it's like the classic trope. This is the classic trope. Let's all split the fuck up. Oh, well, we they even say not to, and then Monk is like, no, I know it's best. Yeah, he's OCD. Right. He knows he knows what to do. Maggie and fucking Dennis go off on their own. And Maggie sees the hammer, who jump scares him a few times, and Dennis even jump scares Maggie. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that dude's an asshole. And he gives the finger to the ghost as they're leaving, and he gets a premonition of his own death. So yeah. Which I hate. You don't like why that? Sh- why show us that? I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it like on rewatch. I didn't remember that scene to be honest, but I didn't mind it. I was, I was like, Oh, Ooh. Okay. Interesting. Cause he's flipping them off and I thought it was funny, but then he's like, Oh shit. Arthur and Kathy find Bobby's cassette player. His screams recorded on it. And this is, yeah. Which, get... how did he do that? Well, he, he hit record. It was a scream into <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It was recording and it fell on the ground, I guess. I don't know. 
he was trying to be authentic, capture the moment, you know, capture in the moment. He's a true crime pro- podcaster, tap dancer extraordinaire. He's got to get it. He's got to get everything right. Um, Ricky, your eyes open, or are you just my eyes are open? He's on his I'm phone. Up. No, I'm playing with popsicle sticks. Leave me alone. Literally, <laughs> we get introduced no, to the. Up, bud. We get introduced to the Charlie Manson of ghosts. I, did, I didn't fight in the Civil War like some of our co-hosts. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! It's happening. <laughs> we get introduced to the Charlie Manson of ghosts, according to Matthew Lillard, the Jackal. Pretty much everyone's favorite, and he looks dope as shit. He uh, attacks, be cool. He attacks be cool. Kathy and Arthur. So. Dude, Boom. attacks the fucking shit out of her. He just and Tony Shalhoub oh, looks her he, way, he tears and her she, shirt up and, and she everything. Is just being drugged through the whole goddamn hallway. I love the fact that there's a shot, at least in the version I saw. I guess it's like her bra cut or something. Her bra? Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. That motherfucker comes apart and them things jiggle. Oh, <laughs> Where did y'all see it at? Um, I think it was on Prime. I watched it. I watched it. it. I watched it on uh, some stream. I don't. Uh, Might have been. Pro- I don't know. I'm just gonna say I own the new newest restoration from Screen Factory. Nope. That's the one I watched. So I also saw the bra. Does it also nope. have that special feature on it with the the ghost? Yes, it does. Nice. Awesome. Does it have that long driving to the house fucking song that was way too fucking long? I don't know, dude. That shit aggravated me. Continue, sir. At this point in the film, after the awesome floor and up the wall sliding and all that fucking crazy shit. And she's just getting scratched up, too. Oh, yeah. He's just clawing her, boy. Yeah. That's where Dennis and Maggie meet the firstborn son, and they back off that little kid, that creepy little boy. I like the inflection you put on that. The firstborn son. Yeah. He is. He's the firstborn son. The firstborn first son. son. The first firstborn son. WNBC. He's that firstborn son. <laughs> firstborn son. <laughs> Howard Stern influence. All of a sudden, this chick shows up. Kalina. This yeah. the chick we saw from Dude, earlier. She was so 2000s badass girl. That's yeah. that's Miss Honey from Matilda. Yup. Bro. You know what else she's in? What? Jason X. Oh, oh, he's what? a fucking robot. What? No shit. Wait, right? She's I don't not. Know. Am I, I tripping? Don't, I don't know, dude. You might be tripping. I know. She, I definitely know she's Miss. No, Honey. Miss Honey is in. Uh, I'm sorry, she's in Army of Darkness. Who is she in that? She's the main fucking princess girl. That he's like. That is not her. Dude, that is Miss Honey. Yes, it is an Army of Darkness. I am 100% sure about that. Nope. Yes, it is. Nope. Y'all. Look at we, we recently covered it. I'd have found that, dude. I promise. Y'all, that's Miss I Honey. don't know who Miss Honey is, but. From Matilda. I've never watched it. I don't know. Oh my God. Matilda's a 10. Yes, it is. That is fucking Army of Darkness. And yes, it is. It is. Yes, it is. Oh that's my Home God. Girl? I that's fucking, fucking told Sheila. That. Oh, Sheila. That's Miss Honey. Yes, yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> Sheila, damn. Okay, fuck it. And she's in this movie, too? She's yeah. that she's chick? The, the chick in this movie, the badass 2000s chick, is fucking Miss Honey from Matilda, and she's in Army of Darkness. She's damn. Sheila. Okay, she, sho- she Yeah. She shows she up. 
and she fucking saves Kathy from getting attacked by a goddamn jackal. And she has with her the Arcanum, written in the 15th century by an astrologer under demonic possession. This book has inside of it the fucking detailings of a piece of machinery that was designed by the devil to be powered mm-hmm. by the dead. Yeah. It can see into the future. It could do what the fuck ever. Like, this house is a machine. Yeah. This house is a machine. That's so metal. It's metal as fuck. I wish yeah. that was lyrics to a song. Dude, it's so dope. And while they're talking about this grimoire, Kathy disappears completely from the film. So she she gone. Yeah. Um, Dennis gets trapped in this little small room when the walls shift separating him from Maggie and he tangles assholes with the juggernaut and evades that killer how he did that amazing for him uh awesome I like how they started pulling like some of the extra glass panels with the spell off and they would block the ghosts like that yeah that was good they do that later though yeah yeah what what... wasn't for him okay after after they get to the library, no, it's right after this scene. They get to the library, okay, and is. that that's when Arthur learns that his wife's soul, the withered lover that we were talking oh, about that earlier. Punch. Oh wait, I thought she told him that whenever they all met, she's like, "Oh, you didn't tell him, did you? Why you were working for your fucking?" No, it this happens. Is... It happens in the library. Okay, because yeah. I thought that's all... when they all were together. They, for some yes, reason. yeah, for the first time. Yep. Yep. Okay, so it is that. Okay. They get in there, and he tells them that, and that's the the withered lover we were talking about from earlier, the ghost that we were we were gonna save for now. It turns out Jean was captured by Dennis and Cyrus at, during her hospital stay after the house fire. So Arthur's wife is one of and the ghosts. Shalou punches the fucking shit that out punch. of him. <laughs> Dude, he throws his whole body into that. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> that he even falls down. He had him. Yeah, <laughs> this is a violent shalub at this point. That's what we get. And the, the machine is a recreation of the Black Zodiac fueled by 12 souls that opens the ocu- Ocularus mm-hmm. Infernum, the Eye of Hell. And it can see all things mm-hmm. in time and know the blessed and the damned. It can make any man the most powerful man in all of existence. And the only way to shut it down, according to Kalina, is the creation of a 13th ghost used by the power of life from a sacrifice of love. Arthur would have to give himself up as a sacrifice by jumping into the eye of hell once all the ghosts have powered the machine. That's the only way, she says, he can save his children. So Arthur's like, fuck, I got to do this. Right. And Dennis is trying to talk him out of it, but they come up with a plan. That's where Jarek, what you were talking about, comes in. They take one of those fucking glass panels and go down into the basement like to use it as a shield. So sick. Yeah, dude. This is dope. What they, what they're planning to do right here. Um, while they're going down there too, I like when Matthew Lillard is like, "There's no place like home. There's no place <laughs> like home." <laughs> I like that. Uh, Kalina and Maggie, they're they enter that fucking spinning room once again, but they're underneath it, and you see this gyro gear rotating fucking room of yeah, all those blades. <laughs> Oh, bro, dude, shit. and like, and like the CGI like didn't age well, but it's still not bad. Like, no, it's not that, bad. It's not. It's and not like, bad. For the, like, like for the time, dude. Like, I can't remember like how how awesome that must have looked, but dude, that must have been the fucking shit back then. Yeah, it was. The eleven year old me can vouch for that. 
Same, same here. And 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 thirty three year old me says, still looks dope. Like, well, yeah, it's good. It's a good look. We find out Cyrus didn't kill himself, you know. So at the beginning, yeah. or, or, or well, didn't rather, get killed by the juggernaut. Right, exactly. I, I misspoke. He faked his death. So, um, and that was all a ploy to lure Arthur and his family to the house. Kalina is his fucking partner. Mm-hmm. She, re- she, she was a traitor the whole time. Yeah, you thought that she was on your team the whole time. He was a dominant daddy, and yeah. and and because of this, Kalina knocks Maggie out when they go into that room, and Cyrus shows the fuck up, and they start making out. But then he's mad at her ball. He's yeah, a mad... then he's mad now. <laughs> <laughs> the the book is not complete. It's not complete. So he's like, "What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is this?" While that's going on, Dennis barricades Arthur behind that glass sheet for his protection because he's he's taking on the hammer and then the juggernaut at once. And sorry to say, but our boy goes down for the count. He gets beat to death. I mean, they say that in, earlier in the movie. You didn't spoil it. They spoiled it. They did spoil yeah, their they own fucking, fucking... spoiled it. Yeah. But the it does, only death that matters in the fucking movie. It does suck. It does suck. I ain't gonna lie. I do like his line, though, when the hammer walks in. He's like, you ain't nothing. Matthew Lillard's like, you ain't nothing but a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Cyrus? Spitting so, all over the glass and shit. <laughs> he spits the whole movie. Cyrus orchestrated this entire thing. The abduction of Kathy, Bobby, luring Arthur to the house, everything. He, he's He's the mastermind. He's like a jigsaw-level... Hannibal Lecter level mastermind type guy. And he needs author to be the 13th ghost in this thing, because unlike what Kalina was saying earlier, this is actually going to activate the machine. If someone gives their life. Oh, and he kills her. He kills Kalina. He, he, he fucking triggers something and it like closes her in, in a room and she gets squished by the walls. Yeah. That makes me uncomfortable. So how did he fake his death though? I thought the same thing. Because in the Is that shit looked pretty, yeah. Like, how could you fake that in the junkyard? Yeah, he looked yeah, pretty he good. Had a, he had fucking Tom Savini just waiting. He, <laughs> he hired K and B effects. <laughs> they resurrected his ass like Jason. They had they had fucking Tommy come in and shove a fucking lightning rod in his heart, and he fucking came back to life. Uh, just for uh acting sake i love how he kept his clothes on from the day he died <laughs> when he never died. Yeah, bro. Yeah, same bro. suit same fucking like, well, cane if i'm supposed to be yeah. a ghost later i better keep wearing this mm-hmm. it's the only way that'll make sense you know when you die <laughs> with the fake blood is, yeah when you die your ghost is wearing whatever you wore yeah. when you died so, like, don't be one of the unlucky motherfuckers who's wearing something stupid. I love it. Jean visits her sobbing Shalhoub husband, and she's a ghost, and she's all burnt up. She's Freddy Krueger and the fuck out fuck. of it. I love how they got all the ghosts in that room. Yeah. Oh, and, yep. like, that was, like, the final thing, because they play the music or something, right? And then they and, all have the to spell, go and disappear. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Cyrus, Cyrus plays the fucking spell. Yeah. Yeah, she's telling him, like, well, he's sobbing to her, and then she transports to the machine room. Just long enough to tell him how much she loves him and is proud of all of them. <laughs> no. Yeah. She don't say nothing. She just puts her hand up to the glass. Oh, I thought she was saying so. Nah. In the main hall, Arthur witnesses 
what what Jarek was saying. All twelve of the ghosts are there around that fucking clockwork of rotating metal rings, and his children are at the center. You get an awesome ghost montage with all the exposition dumped back on you, so you can kind of like catch mm-hmm. up. I, I like that. I honestly do. Because you have forgotten? No, I just I just think it's <laughs> I just think it's cool for the movie. I know um, the message. <laughs> Not, maybe I did forget. Who cares? <laughs> don't, don't be hating. Like I'm three Elysiums in. I forgot. Yeah, I don't know. I'm on my last beer now. Look, I'm on that fucking Voodoo Ranger, bitch. Yeah. Uh, so Arthur is seeing this, and he's got the glasses on, and he sees Cyrus, but he takes the glasses off. And now we get he pissed. Still sees Cyrus. Yeah, boy. We get pissed off. Crazy daddy Arthur shoving Cyrus up against a wall, beating the shit out of him. I'm like, oh, man, this is a fucking fake. Watch out. Dude, it's going to be a fatality, but no. Cyrus pussy bitch slaps his ass to the ground. He bullies bullies his nephew, for real. (laughs) He really does. He's slapping him with his cane. He's, He's criticizing his life choices. Like he's really being You've a never fucking... dedicated your life to anything. You're a loser. <laughs> yeah, he calls him a loser. He goes Donald Trump on his ass, bro. Like for real. Hey, dude, he does have kind of a Trump thing going, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Damn. He's just crazy rich fucking crazy person. Uh... <laughs> just saying. While they're fighting though, this is that scene y'all were talking about where it starts getting uh shot like chopped and screwed. All of a sudden, or it's getting... dude, it's so fucking. Oh man, I love it, but Jesus, it's bad. Mag- <laughs> Ma- Maggie, Maggie starts fucking fucking up the goddamn machine control panel. It sounds like All a Beastie you Boys is... album. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. Scratching like, oh, records. Yeah. And... <laughs> <laughs> the machine goes fucking crazy. That was a choice someone made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Somebody said, "How we finish this?" Somebody said, "What's cool nowadays?" Wait, isn't that rap music popular now these days? <laughs> Somebody said, yup. Well, it's funny you say that because the film does end with a rap song, which was an odd choice for the film. But yeah, um, it would have only been better if it was a rap song about 13 Ghosts. Mm-hmm. D- dude, rap songs about the movie that you just watched is amazing. Yep. Yeah. Poltergeist OD, get on a song about 13 Ghosts, sir. We need you to do this. Bro. Bro. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, he would run. That sounds amazing. The jackal is the best. No, the backle. <laughs> the back coming at your face, no hassle. <laughs> oh shit! You got a ghost rider sure. there, poltergeist. Oh, <laughs> um, dude, you can you can make words uh, sound a little bit different. That just like a Snoop Dogg. <laughs> when the machine does go crazy, I think the CGI at this point does look intense because it's it's the whole film's building up now like the machine's haywire and all the gears are starting to stop start stop start spinning around blades flinging up like clockwork like a gyroscope fucking dope once the ghosts are free after maggie's interference they fucking pick cyrus up and toss his ass into all the fucking rotating gears and shit yeah that's right he gets chopped into pieces. It's so do I love this. And I love I love the noise that he makes while they're carrying him and throwing oh, him. It's oh, the best. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's screaming so crazy. Oh yeah, Cyrus. And I goes love out that like all the ghosts bitch. were like, you know what? We all gotta kill this dude. They didn't they, just let one or two of them do. They were like, No, we gotta carry this fool. They crowd surf <laughs> him to his demise. 
<laughs> so they, crowd surfing. they fucking Halloween ends it ends <laughs> his ass. They just yeah. fucking carry yeah, him to the gears, sure bro. <laughs> Ain't here to say shit, Grindhouse, you fucking bitch. <laughs> oh, oh shit. Yeah. With the encouragement of Dennis's ghost, because he shows up and he's cleaning his glasses for an eternity, <laughs> apparently. Arthur jumps through the fucking spinning machine. And How much safe- does it suck that he died with dirty glasses? Now he always got to clean them. Now he always <laughs> has to clean them. God damn it. Dusting off his glasses forever. Infinitum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bro, but- what if his back was permanently broken too? Why wasn't it? Why wasn't he like spun around and bent in half or some shit? Well, because like he was the talking great- to him, that'd be hilarious. Because unlike the torso and like the great child, apparently you can come back however the fuck you want in a snazzy suit without a broken back and cleaning your glasses forever. Oh, um, why couldn't some of them other guys come back not like that? I don't know. I don't know. The mo- the movie has its own logic that we don't understand because we're not. And I love it. I we're love not, it for yeah. it. We're not cosmically enlightened enough. Not yeah. yet. The ghosts do kill fucking Cyrus, and Dennis is dusting his glasses off, and he's like, go ahead, save your kids, Arthur. You could do it. And he does. The walls Dude. of the house fucking blow it's up. It's like a Mario Party game where he has to jump through that thing at the right yeah. time. It's oh, I'll ch- get all chopped up. He got that big platformer energy. How do they survive? The, the machine underneath? Okay, so the spinning floor room mentioned earlier becomes the the room with the with the blades that Arthur has to protect his kids from and the room Cyrus gets chopped up in underneath that is the room that earlier Maggie or uh Kalina it was Kalina and Maggie entered where the gear all the machinery is the gears are spinning they're right on top of that it explodes it destroys the house how the fuck do they survive that cuz they survive it right on top of it Wow. They put one of them glass things in front of them. Yeah, they well, and I like that, but they didn't. And Ricky's right, plot armor. Like, god damn, there's no way you would survive that, not in real life. In my movie, they would have died, but I yeah. didn't. I didn't make a fun movie, so well, they all live. In my movie, they would have succeeded in freeing freeing the ghosts, but they all would have died anyway. I like how the ghosts go free too. They all just they all go together, bro. Walked out. Yeah, they, <laughs> they go they together. Over and out of there. <laughs> all twelve of the misfit over. savage ghosts we mentioned earlier walk out the house laughing and hooting and hollering. The jackals screaming into the night, and yeah, they just fade away. away. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. just like we all got one place to go to, all in the same direction. Heaven. Yeah, definitely. Heaven. <laughs> <laughs> the mom does tell all of them though that she loves them before she disappears, so that's kind of like a little piece of heaven right there. <laughs> Ricky hates every moment with that mom in it. No, I don't hate the moment where where he sees her and she puts her hand on the glass. I was mistaking that for this. It's when it's when they're talking to her and shit, and I'm like, come on, man. You think we're not smart enough to know all this? You probably don't, but that's fine. Eleven-year-old me wasn't smart enough. No, I it. definitely wasn't, and even now, like you I, know, that movie was made for eleven-year-old me. That's cool. That's cool. And, and you know, like Anna, for I the time, I, that's exactly what it was made for: teenage kids. You know, going renting a blockbuster when they dude, it scared the fuck to, out of me when I was like thirteen years old. You know, what so. I'm saying that's it was made for like our age at the time, and it was fucking awesome. Bet you know hindsight is different, but me, me as a grumpy old awesome. man, 
Me as a grumpy old man who hates everything all the time. I love this movie. This movie was made for the 11 year olds, but it was also made for the 33 year olds who have been watching horror long enough to know when something's dope as fuck. And this movie was dope as fuck. And as the family members depart the house, the movie ends with Maggie fucking going off about this family, this house, the ghost uncles, the, 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 the ghosts in the basement. And she quits. Not in her mother- job description. I quit this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm done being a nanny. I quit. Final thoughts and ratings on 13 Ghosts. Okay, so y'all... It's y'all a both- fucking 10. Is- <laughs> All that shit I was talking, it's a fucking 10. You understand? Is it really? <laughs> no. Oh. All right, well, I always go first, so I'm not going first this time. I'm going last. Ricky, since it's not a 10, what is it? You know what? It is a fucking 10, because I can give a 10 to whatever I want, and this movie's a 10. Oh. Suck my ass. <laughs> I lie, boy. This is more house. like this is more like a seven, seven and a half, okay, eight, something like that. I don't know. Let's <laughs> let, I'll split the difference. Seven point five. Yeah, I'm also gonna go seven and a half. Um, it, I probably some of it is nostalgia. I I actually probably almost go eight. And you know, I'm gonna give it seven, seven point seven five for nostalgia. Oh shit! Like uh, we got a three quarter. Just like because, it. man, like yeah. Because I got to give it some nostalgia factor. Like, it really did. Like, you were talking about the DVD. It's funny that we all had it because you're right. Like, it was such a cool thing at the I time. I didn't have it, but I saw and it. And you you got to see the the backstories of all the ghosts. Um, the behind the scenes were really neat. And but um, at the time, you know, the, I, I'm the first to admit that the editing is, I like to call it 2000s MTV. It's of its time. But at that time... It was fucking terrifying to me as an 11 year old. And I got to give it some extra points for that. But even watching it now, I still have a lot of fun with it. It's not scary in the least bit. It's a complete, no, it's a completely different movie now. Travis had to go watch Coco Mail and finish just calm down. (laughs) I actually just had fun watching it. It was easy. It was an easy watch to me. And, and like the Jackal was like, nerve-wracking but i still had fun overall i was never scared i was more having fun so it's a different movie than when i was 11 but it's still a good time to watch and and i would easily watch this again i hell i actually watched it a year and a half ago if even and i watched it again for this the last time i watched this movie was probably in the 2010s if i had to guess because i watch it every so often but back back in the day yes like you said i had the dvd I loved it for that. I loved Back in all the day the- we were watching this and we were we were fucking dancing to the window to the wall <laughs> in the two thousands ball. Yeah, oh, Bro, yeah what a dude. time. What a fucking time. 
dude, this movie, it did scare me back in the day. Subsequent watches, I mean, yeah, the corny, the cheesy reveal itself. I don't think this is as corny and cheesy as some movies are. Um, I think there was a lot of smart writing. I think there was a lot of great editing. I think there was some good performances also. This this was, however, yeah, a corny, cheesy remake of a movie from the 60s. I think it excelled in some places. And some of the kills are fucking dope. What you call MTV editing, I call now a style choice because I don't watch these movies back to back anymore. Um, I'm not living in the 2000s, so when I see a I film like when I, see, when I see a film like this, it's just <laughs> a style. So, that, but not, the style that's I agree, but the style is 2000s. 2000s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right, like right how on. in the 90s all the horror movies had, yeah, horror. like the movies in general just had like the posters with all the floating heads. Yeah, like that was you definitely know, a style. Like and and MTV was the only reason I say 2000s MTV is because like every music video was edited like this movie at the time. I know why you're saying it. Yeah. I'm just saying for we me, we get a, it. Yeah, it's a style of film. It's it's just the style of the film. We went so, to school in Mamu. But that's close enough to Basil, bro. Like it's not that big of a difference. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't go to Basil in two thousand, but oh well, Bill wow. Platt. I, don't I know. was in Lake Charles. Ugh. Oh God, that's gross. Um, so hey, look- leave Lake Charles alone, bro. They got it bad sometimes. They do. Uh, I did not like yeah, Lake Charles. I did disaster cleanup. I remember how bad they had it. But yeah, this movie this movie does have that style. I'm gonna give this movie an eight out of ten. I really enjoyed it. I think it was really fun, a thrill ride. I think it would play great in a theater. I didn't see it in a theater oh, back yeah. in the gap. I saw it on home this video be because fun. yeah, I saw it just first on DVD. This yeah. would be fun in a theater, dude. My nanny owned a video store, and I got to see some of these movies before they came out. It what was, was your nanny's video store called? Nini's Readers. West. Nini's Westfield video. (laughs) I love it. Mm -hmm. So I got to see this before some other people did. And And Mamu? Yeah. Everywhere. Everywhere across the country. No, no, no. Nini's West. uh, No, no. Nini's Westfield video was in DeRitter and in um, Kinder. Oh, shit. shit. So which one did you go to? It was my aunt's. Both of them were my aunt's stores. So she had two locations. Dang. So she was doing well. Yeah. And you went you went to like her house or something to see it? Yeah, I would go to the store and hang out all day and help with the register and help with the pool tables. You would they... go to DeRitter or the other place? Can't yeah, we? with with my family. Yeah. Oh, rad. Yeah. Great. And we I'd go hang out at the video store. We'd spend weekends and I'd pick all the movies I want to watch and go home for like two all weeks this with time, all... I thought Miss Rita was your aunt. No, <laughs> and you were going to Rita's <laughs> to do all this stuff. Yeah, dude. Like four years of a podcast, and this is what you're saying to this me. This is the first fucking time it's come <laughs> up like that because you talk about Rita's. Oh you my do? god, yeah, that's the one y'all brought up when me and Jai were there. Yeah, oh, you do that's why I was about asking Rita's. about this because I was I'm gen- like that's curious. Like you've never you that's know, a, you it, that's interesting shit, to me. Bro. Like. That your aunt now owned like a home video store. That's fucking all. That was a time. 
Yeah, you don't like, elaborate on you shit. Were in, bro. You were in it. Not only did you go <laughs> to the... explain this before. <laughs> no, bro. No, yeah. This is awesome. Yeah. Now, yeah, it's like you were in. Not only did you go to it, you for were long in time it. listeners, they'll know what I'm saying. But for new Ricky's in the, the... I know. That's why I'm I laughing at him. I doubt it. I no. doubt it. <laughs> I would have remembered that. My nanny owned a video store and uh, two of I them. I knew that. And and yeah, so I watched a lot of horror I just movies. Like Rita that. was your nanny, bro. No. That's why you. <laughs> no, that's Flora. Flora is my nanny. And Flora. So why did you go to Rita's? It was in Mamu, where I live. So you traded on your nanny's business? No, I have. Yeah. When I'm home, what am I supposed to do? Go to Reed's, Rita's, and Family Video in my hometown? No, you go get the free movies at your nanny's place. Yeah, bro. When I visit I my she when I visit my nanny, yeah. I don't care. Kinder ain't that far from me. Kinder ain't that far from me. What the fuck is going on? All right, so I give this movie an eight out of ten. Thirteen ghosts is dope as shit, and these bitches come in with some sevens. All right, I came seven point seven five. Yeah, I came in in seven five. All right, I'm wrong. But you making me mad, so I'm about to give it a six. Go out of spite. Better not. You better not, Ricky. <laughs> Do it, Ricky. No, no, I don't want to upset Jarek. <laughs> the most beloved favorite special guest is not pleased. The audience, my co-host, that's fine. I'll upset all of y'all, but not not Jarek. No, no, I don't want to upset him. And we played on this movie, so fuck it. Thirteen we played, the fu- we played on this fucking movie, bro. Yeah, God damn, we played on it. We gave you thirteen reasons. And um, a dead bitch ain't reasons why. <laughs> a dead bitch ain't one. Or, well, a few are. But anyway, 13 Ghosts. Check it out. Go turn some tables. Go turn. Oh, how the turntables. Oh, how the turntables. <laughs> on instagram and golgothan on facebook and we have an album called leech that's on last rated interview jared jared no leech is a jared give us some give us some energy come on cuz pump pimp Dude, your I'm shit going through pimp. man i'm just no going. i know you I are am. pimp your shit golgothan on fucking Instagram. God pimp damn your shit. Pimp, pimp that your shit, shit like Cyrus Criticos would. Yeah. Dude, it's, I'm saying that's where we're on Smack Instagram. Smack us with a K we're and call Facebook. us losers. We're on, we Twitch, we Twitch a lot. Yeah, we, y'all do. We have an album on Last Raid Enemy Records. Off. And we have some Bandcamp, a lot of shirts. We have a really, bunch of really cool shirts. I like them. 
yeah. We have, a, have... we have a few vinyls. Um, I bought that Mardi Gras vinyl, Cook. I'm in a band called Father Russ that's about to spit out some new music. Ooh. Um, I'm in an upcoming short coming out. I don't even know the name of it. We're making a movie for Bites Its Eyes. So yeah, that'll be coming boy. out. Boy, oh, oh shit. shit. Actually, very uh, 13 Ghosts inspired. This will be dope. It. And yeah, that's it. I have my dog is sleeping behind me. He had a cyst on his foot, so he's taking antibiotics right now. Aww. Oh, poor little doggo. Poor Travis. <laughs> he, poor Travis he, the dog. He's one of the good. Tra- he's one of the good Travis. I had to bring him to the emergency vet at eleven thirty last week, last oh, Saturday. Damn. Why? He, what he happened? He was having trouble walking. I just saw him limping, and I was like, I thought at first one of his nails was too long. Yeah, so, and I saw him limping, and then Madeline was like, "I was like, go get your uh, dog clippers, and we'll cut one of his nails." So she had left, and when she was gone, I was just like looking at which one could be too long. And I looked, I was like, "What the fuck?" None of them are like curled up to where they're too long. And when I kind of looked at it, I just kind of spread his paw out, and you could see just a huge like cyst. Ooh. In between his paws, it's called a, like dogs get. It's called an interdigital cyst. It's like if something could just get stuck in there, and then it like creates like big. But I was worried. I had staff like a week and a half ago, Whoa. and my biggest worry was that I, he somehow magically, you know, got it right. from me. That was my biggest thing. You gave Travis okay. staff? No, no, no. That was my worry. Right. But the vet's like, no, it's almost impossible. It's like it can happen, but you have to be like very unkempt. That's that's not the case. You ain't, you're not that dirty of a whore. No, I I don't even <laughs> know how I, they. I got staffed once. I don't even know how I got it, but they say once you get it, it's you know then you can easily get it again. I but I got yeah, it. I've had it before. I got it randomly on my arm like a week and a half ago. My uncle it's, had uh, staff. Yeah. My uncle had staff really bad. That's what actually triggered my whole fucking conundrum with religion. Thank, thanks, Uncle Willie. Embrace your Uncle Cyrus, because you're a fucking loser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, how the turntables. <laughs> Ooh. Embrace, embrace those those turntable sound effects. Yes. Too. Yeah. 13 is my favorite fucking number, and tonight we cover 13 fucking ghosts. So, stay spooky. <laughs> He's gonna turntable my ass into the ending. Hell yeah. Uh, Dude, you gotta just, just put those turntable, turntable sound effects in, in here, as, bro. As you end it, just turntable it out. I'm gonna figure it out. Stay spooky and keep turning them tables. <laughs> and, and, the, and the episode ends with from to the window to the wall. <laughs> oh, skeet, 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 skeet,